Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Lace it up tonight. Hockey officially back. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts this hockey season. The action will start right at the drop of the puck Tuesday night with the first goal insurance promotion. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. What a spot last night. What a three and a half hour game that was. Yes. Monday night football. Had everything. That was uh the Raiders had to have the game. Now they go into their bye week one and four after the loss. Oh, if they win that game, you think, yeah. Well, it's going to be difficult not to, to make the playoffs now. But two and three, the difference between two and three and one and four. Gigantic. Yeah. I mean, it's a doable schedule coming up. But it, it, and, it's... and I will say this like going back to when the schedule makers released the games for the year, we looked ahead and said, hey, look at this, man. The AFC West, they are featured in a bunch of games. That's a smart move, right? Now, it's been a little crummy leading up until last night, but. Some of these games are going to hit, and that one absolutely did. Like some of these duds that we've had with the Broncos, we've had multiple already, and we get one next week maybe. But uh, that game was just so dramatic. It had the controversial yet again roughing the passer. I don't know what the league's going to do about this. Um, I well, have... well, I'm glad that the officials were so intimidated by the response and the crowd just going nuts and Andy Reid losing his mind that they just said, okay, but well, this is okay. We, we, we realized we screwed up, and it was – Afterwards, we made the correct call. Get out of here. I mean, I like the Drew Butler tweet, but these these NFL refs, I mean, what they coddled and you can't criticize. It's like the NBA, too. 
you blow the call. I mean, what are the ramifications? Where yep. you would, right. but I think he said they're the only people in the entire stadium who face no consequences. None. Right. Fans will run on the field, do something sure, stupid, absolutely. get drunk, you know, whatever. Bam. You're gonna you're gonna feel it. Boger, Players. Boger Sunday. He unnecessarily threw Brady to the ground. That's a quarterback sack. Yes. It's football. Yep. Come on. But I also I what I hated was then makeup calls for the rest of the game. Yep. They wouldn't call anything on Kansas City. It was everything on the Raiders. Even the was it Phantom? I don't know. But who comes up with this defensive holding on a field goal? Oh, by the way, it's fourth and fourteen. Automatic first Automatic first down. first down on that. Come on. Oh, is that is that bad? I mean, that's as bad as it gets to me. That the PI, the roughing the pass, are all combined in one. Now, people like to really complain about the league because of the rules like this. And Aikman, Aikman won over a ton of people last night. Now, think about this. This he is said, a take, guy. Take I, the dresses off him. Is what he said. Right. I'm sorry. I, 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 I thought he retired because of so many concussions. He came out this week and said, "I hated the direction the organization yeah. was going," which is news to a lot of people. But this guy had what did he have? 15 concussions. Oh, he and? got, and that's probably part of the reason why he's maybe a little bit bitter. He got oh. mauled in his entire career. The shots to the head, the concussions, and different rules back then. So now he's watching this, and he's like, what is going on? Yep. And, I mean, I'll give you two solutions right now that will never, ever happen. But if either one of them did, the NFL would catch the NFL's attention right away. One would be if you just turn off the TV. And if all of a sudden the ratings were zero across the board, nobody watched last night because they're so fed up with it, okay, but that's never going to happen. The, the betting in the – thank God, by the way, huh? Thank God this sport has betting and fantasy. Can you imagine the sport without it? Huh. It's not a very likable yeah. product without those two things. And the other thing would be if all the defensive players at some point got together and said, no, we're going to strike. We're not playing. You want, what do you want to do? What do you want? To, we, we don't know how to play the position anymore. We don't know how to play that side of the ball. We can't. We're unallowed to actually do our jobs. So go out. You want to find scrubs? You want to go find backups the whole time? We're not going to do it until you change the rules. That'll never, ever happen, though, obviously. I don't know what the answer is. I, it just, I, I retweeted this. I thought it was so good, and he's on the show all the time. Pat Forty, Sports Illustrated. The NFL needs to enforce its concussion protocols with quarterbacks, not penalize defensive players for legitimate hits. I mean, it, it's such an overreaction to what happened to Tua. Big time. Is what it is. And what I said at the top of the show, you're going to have a Vince Young-type play where our quarterback – is going to be wrapped up. The defender's going to have him, but he's not. He's not going to know what to do because he's going to have him. And he, um, do I throw him to the ground? I want to get a penalty. And he's going to be so concerned about getting a penalty, he's going to let him go. And they're not going to blow the play dead. And everyone's going to stop. He's going to throw a touchdown. It's going to decide a game. And that's everyone will really lose their minds then. Well, imagine that spot if it's a playoff game. Right. Right. And then all hell breaks loose, and the referees don't do their job then. And they don't call it dead, and the result is a long play or maybe a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, it just it's it's, yeah, it's infuriating, and it's just it's asinine what they're doing. It's a violent physical game. There are going to be injuries. There's going to be hard hits, and just because you hit someone hard doesn't mean it's a penalty. And just because someone gets hurt doesn't mean it's a penalty. And what they did in the Kansas City game and the Tampa game, and just say, well, we can't have Brady getting hurt. Can't go low. Well, Rogers can't be hurt now. Can't. You know, fall on the guy, body weights. These guys are 300 pounds. Yep. I mean, this guy's 325 pounds. Yep. He even put his arm down to brace himself. Sure. Oh, he has the ball, too. Right, right. That's the other thing. The Chiefs had the ball. It was a, f- a fumble. He had the ball. Yeah. Jones had the ball. Jones had the ball. Yep. It's Kansas City ball. No? And he, he had the ball. He ripped the ball out of Carr's hands when Carr was still upright, standing completely straight. Right. And then I also got news for you. And if you don't know what play we're talking about, I would implore you to go and watch it from last night because it's not going to be made. A big deal will not be made of this. But it's in the second half, and the Chiefs are at the goal line, 
and credit the Raiders defender for recognizing that uh, Mahomes slipped, so he charged him. The way that, and this was not, absolutely was not a penalty. All I'm saying is if you compare that play and how he threw Mahomes to the ground, it was harder and it was with more force than the play in which Grady Jackson threw Brady to the ground on Sunday, and he was thrown for a flag. There's no, they're making this stuff up. They don't, they don't even know the rules. They don't. And yet we're, people are firing big money on this stuff every single day for five months out of the year. It's a, it's a shame. It really is. Bad, man. That was bad. And it happened may, maybe again. Maybe something happens here soon because it, it, in these primetime games like this, when the entire nation's pissed off, like what kind of sport is this, guys? you got to fix it. Maybe, maybe the fans and the media will get their attention finally. And I'm glad it's a good job by the announcers. Buck Buck was all over it too. Oh yeah. Like what's he supposed to do? Disappear? I mean, how am I supposed to how do I sack the quarterback? I'd like to someone explain that to me. You know, I'm running as fast as I can. I'm three hundred pounds. What am I supposed to do? I have to bring him to the ground? How? How do I do this? Gentle? So you can't you can't hit a quarterback low. You can't touch him in the helmet. You can't hit him high. You can't do a horse collar. You can't grab him around the waist and throw him to the ground. Like Grady Jackson did. Jarrett. Who? It was Jarrett, wasn't it? I think. It, oh, was it? Okay, yeah, no, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, sorry. sorry. We know, we know who and and then the other part is, yeah. Um, yeah. Lost my train of thought I'm there sorry. for a second. All right, I'm sorry. Right. No, they, they, you, 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 you're, the you're supposed to defy, defy physics. Yeah. You're also supposed to do that as a defender. Like last night, how does your. Right, that's, exactly right. That's the only way that he's going to tackle him. It's, it's like helmet to helmet hit. Well, wait a second. The wider I'm running as fast as I can. At the last second, the wide receiver ducks down. Yes. Why? Where am I hitting him? Right. If he ducks down at the last possible second, I happen to graze his head. How's that a penalty? Yep. So now we go from that game last night and this back-to-back. And this is why I thought it was a bad spot last night. And uh, by the way, all those angles that we talked about from Steve Mackin and Advisen.com, mm-hmm. they all came in last night, right? The divisional opponent, the dog. Um, Playing before bye week, Raiders cash, they got the money. And this, these teams on Monday night football that play before their bye week, it's like 73% now going back to 2009, I believe. But you, you fast forward now to Sunday, the afternoon game. The Chiefs host the Bills, and Buffalo's laying two and a half this morning, and the total's between 53 and a half and 54 and a half. Mahomes a dog. How about that news? A dog at home. Uh huh. First time in his career. And the other thing, Adam Chernoff had a good tweet who's coming up about where, where could this line, now they won the game, but at the time it's 17 nothing. I mean, where could that? Where was that line going to? For books that still have it on the board, and then they were going to repost it when the game was over. Yeah. He's like, wait a second, if they can't slow down the Raiders, and if they get blown out here, but they come back and win, and the Raiders again blow a 17-point lead. That's another thing I didn't like. Aikman says, uh, well, you got to go up three scores. It's Mahomes. 17 nothing isn't enough. No. Fourth and one, kicking a no. field goal? I, I, and by the for way, the kill shot. They took a timeout, too. Yeah. They discuss it. There was a timeout taken on the field, and it's like, okay, now they're going to draw. Here comes their A-plus player, right, that they have. Now we're going to kick the field goal. I hated that call. Yeah. It just stay out of the way. Stop with the flags. Baseball's at its best played fast. I don't want to see flags every play. Let these. It even goes to the P.I. garbage. I mean, the Raiders, for, for the mo- most part, the first half game plan, other than running the ball, was throw it up deep. I'll underthrow you, Adam. Stop laundry. That's such a danger. You know, it's such a, a, a significant penalty. 30, 40 yards. Yep. It's like the green, the game in London. <laughs> 50 yard penalty. Okay, ball to one. 
There goes my first quarter under. Yeah. But it's just how does the league get around this competition committee and say, you know what, let's have a 70-yard penalty. Yeah, why not? Oh, boy. I mean, how do you come up with this stuff? Oh, it's, it's let's nonsense, put more man. rules in to help the offense. For sure. Yep. This is uh, an email from JT. I agree. I'm turning off the TV. This is a great question. He says, I will not watch any of the game on Thursday. I have baseball playoffs in the NHL to watch. The roughing the passer is ridiculous. The league will survive because of gambling. I want to know. I'm not a big TV ratings guy. It doesn't really mean much to me. But I am intrigued to see what happens on Thursday night. You have Bears and Commanders against playoff baseball? The football will... Oh, the football will blow it out of the water. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm with you. But... They, they, they just can't go on. It's back-to-back days. It, it can't go on. No, no. You've got to stop this, guys. Come on, Goodell. We need that uh, cut from that player many. Goodell, come on. <laughs> the coach trip. the guy. Who, who was that? Come on, Goodell. Goodell. Play for Miami. Play for Miami, yeah. yeah. He was calling him Goodell the whole time. Goodell, oh, come yeah. on. You see this, Goodell? <laughs> come on, Goodell. I forgot to go back and find that on YouTube. It was uh. hilarious. Um, yeah, it's actually a good thing it's happening in these primetime spots. That, that can cause a change, maybe, to catch their attention. I'd rather have it happen last night, again, like that in a big game, because if it's tucked away in a game that nobody's watching at 10 o'clock on a uh, Sunday, maybe it doesn't it's not you know that big what? of a deal. Uh, I thought it was laughable because I saw a lot of it on social media, but you're right. There was a lot of people in the media tweeting, that's the worst call I've ever seen. <laughs> Did you see the Tampa game? Oh, they couldn't yeah. even compare the two. Oh, it's not even the same. It's not I the same know. sport. I know. What happened to Brady is 10 times worse. Yeah, Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, they, you can't do that. You can't have the officials be the story. And after a finish like that in a great right. game, and yep. that's Goodell's got to clean it up. This isn't gonzo journalism. This is not Henry H. Thompson. No. Hunter S. Thompson. He's not going to be the story here. Uh, we'll discuss Major League Baseball playoffs coming up next. Books have done a great job with the props. And one of Paulie's highest power-rated humans will be heard from tonight. Who is it? We'll tell you coming up next. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. NASCAR playoffs in full swing in the South Point 400 this weekend at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. VSEN's own Brent Musburger will be the Grand Marshal of the race. He'll broadcast from the track Sunday morning on Brent Musburger's countdown to kickoff. Before the action on the track, go down to the South Point on Thursday, October 13th. See the Clydesdales from Budweiser meet Mark Martin. Special appearance by Brendan Gone as well. South Point also has room and ticket packages available. For more info, head to southpointcasino.com. This is a, a good tweet. And if you want to get in touch with the show, at VSIN Live, at Mitch Moss Radio, at Paulie Howard, Chris Ebert checking in saying the recent roughing the passer calls are clearly the Dolphins' fault. Probably onto something yeah. there. Oh, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Now, now it's just, now we've gone crazy, though. Is there any evidence or proof that Bridgewater stumbled or was wobbly? There's none. None. He passed every test. Yep. He's out of the game after one play. People who break this down and look at said there's no video of him stumbling or wobbling or anything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's 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 crazy. Now they, they lose him and they had to put Thompson in the game. So okay. I, I agree with Pat Forty, what he said too. I agree with that. It's like, yep. 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 All right. So here's Mike McDaniel. Now he's going to be talking about this for a long, long time because of what happened to Tua, but here he is if he saw Bridgewater stumble. Honestly, I don't really concern myself with um, with all of that, just because you know the you know I was there at the game. I was watching them intently. You know, it was the first first offensive play of the game, and uh, you know I I didn't see him stumble, but I'm I'm also not um, really in the business of uh, uh, grading and coaching spotters. The rules in place. Um, for player safety, and you know I'm all about that. Uh, honestly, uh, so 
you know, whether he stumbled or not, I, you know, the rules are the rules. Yeah. Well, what would you know? You, you saw what happened to Tua, and you put him in a game four days later. Correct. After how bad? How bad was Hines on Thursday night? Tua was on that in, in that same ballpark. Yeah. Not as bad. Hines was really bad. So I was mean, Tua, though. Tua, Tua was, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. He tried to walk and couldn't. Boom, falls right And then down. he's shaking his head like shaking a cobwebs out. Yep. I mean, it's oh, not... it's the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, sure it is the back. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. That looks like yeah. a back injury to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not a chiropractor or a doctor, but I like to play one with my, uh, you know, NFL players. <laughs> okay, so you're very excited about tonight. Yes. Well, today. I mean, it starts in a couple hours. Well, it's fun, yeah. But tell us uh, why you're so excited. There's one particular guy that you really like. Bob Costas is doing play-by-play for TBS. And as I understand it, he'll be involved in the Yankee series. And he is my favorite baseball announcer. Uh, current. You know, I'm not going. I love Scully, but we lost Vin. But I, I love Bob Costas. I thought years ago he should, still to this day, he should be the commissioner of baseball. He had a great, outstanding book. Uh, he's, he doesn't like how they have changed and tinkered with the format. And he's a traditionalist in what they've done. He's right about we'll never see a great pennant race again. Yes, it was fun with the Yankees and Mets, uh, with the Mets and Braves. You're but right. Both teams were in the playoffs. So still, we're not going to have a great race like 93 with the Giants and the Braves. I go Costas, Vascursion. Brian Anderson, Boog Shambi, Don Rosillo. They love Hello Nesson. We miss him out here in San Diego now. Close down the street in San Diego, rather. Came here in Circa. And uh, Bob Eucher, who's uh, unbelievable. The one man, just how he's doing a one man booth and telling stories and mixing in the play by play. Yeah. To you, your point of uh, you can't control where you're born. Right. You can't control who your parents are. So as a Wisconsinite, I would grow up. When I was growing up, I would go to bed listening to Bob Euchre on the old transistor radio. Oh, yeah. And I would be, it would be like the West Coast games, and I'm in either middle school or high school, and they'd be playing like the Mariners. And I want to know if Griffey's going to go yard that night. So it would be Midwestern time, Central time would be, I don't know, like 10 o'clock. My mom's like, Mitch, it's time to go to bed. Okay, no problem. Lights would be off, but I had that radio on. I'd be like sleeping right next to the radio because I have to hear the Griffey at bat. The stories, great stories. He's, he's a, I have a story about Bob Euchre that'll blow your mind. Well, we, we, we are, remember we had breakfast with Norm McDonald, and I know you're a big fan of Norm. Norm is friends with, was friends with Artie Lang. Yeah, that's right. They said Bob Euchre is one of the dirtiest guys. I mean, every other word's an F-bomb. They so said Bob Euchre. I'm, I'm, this is 1998. <laughs> we're there for a recovering a, uh, a Brewers Giant series. Barry Bonds is uh, there. I told this story before about how the draft was going on at the same time, and I saw Randy Moss go to the Vikings. I lost my mind because I can't – he should have been number one overall in the draft. He went 21 overall. Anyway um, – <laughs> So I'm, we're sitting out in the mezzanine, and I happen to be right below Bob Euchre where he's calling the game. And the windows are open. It's a beautiful day, right? There's uh, somebody who plays the uh, saxophone comes out to do the national anthem. <laughs> Have I told you this before? No. I got, but oh I, my I, God. I, I got caught on a YouTube uh, day where I was just spurt, putting, looking at Euchre stories from Artie Lang on the Howard Stern Show and Norm MacDonald on Letterman. And I, I just I didn't know this stuff about Bob Euchre. So <laughs> I'll never forget this. The the the, sac- the the person playing the national anthem, it's taking a long time. Like, it, whatever the prop was on this national anthem, it was going over, right? And not even halfway through, Euchre's right above me. I mean, he's going ballistic, throwing stuff. I, and every word's the F-bomb. Like, get this over with. And it's just like, bleep, bleep, bleep. bleep. During and I'm the anthem? Like, During the anthem, I'm like, ah, Jesus, man, people can hear you. I'm right here. How You're... You're blasting this person, and every word coming out of your mouth is the F-bomb, and the person's right there playing the national anthem. 
You might want to dial it back a notch, but I'm like, who am I? This is your press box, yeah. and you've been the voice of the team for 100 years. Filthy guy. Filthy. Oh, downright, downright nasty. Love it. I'll tie, I'll tie both guys in. He was interviewed with from interviewed by Bob Costas, and Costas says, "I hear you're an absolute whiz with the cough button, and and the, and the, and the with the button that you can hit." He goes, "Yeah, that's that's true." And Artie Lang told a story about that too. They're in the booth sitting next to him. He's doing play by play, and the two two ground ball, the shortstop. Check out the blonde over here, guys. And then, and, but he's hitting the button. It's oh, not going right? over there, and he's yeah. just a whiz on how well, he's doing it. How and good was and it, how good was Bob Euchre in the original Major League? Oh, fantastic! He, he, he was he was brilliant. What he yeah. added to that show. Yeah. And the old Miller Lite commercials. Hey, great seats, huh, buddy? I mean, the Letterman appearances overall, quite the character. Hell of a resume. Very good resume. What do you think of my list? I wish Matty Ice did more play-by-play. Yeah, Vaskersian's awesome. He needs to do more play-by-play. That's what I'm saying. Time yeah. games. He's, right. he's, I love the guy. I think right. he's fantastic. Right. Um, and the door's, door, door's open, too. Matty's on the show tomorrow. Can't wait to talk to Matty. Um but the other thing is the door's open to get big assignments. Now that Joe Buck said he'll never do a baseball game again. So what does that mean? Now that, yeah. yeah. Yep. But, uh, no, those, those I mean, Fox? right there is the cream of the crop. Yeah. For, and I would also add, uh, I think Jason Benetti is the bee's knees. Really? I love Benetti. Okay. But I also, I watch him probably more on college football. I just, his sense of humor, the way, uh, what he does games with Bill Walton, yeah? He's one of the guys who does games with Walton. Okay. Dave Pash does games. I think Benetti's fantastic. I am sticking with a Houston-Atlanta World Series. What do you think? I have the Astros. I think the National League can get a little nuts. It'd be fun. Yeah, and four games today. I Here, love when all the games are at the, at the same day. Here's the thing with the, Astro, or with the uh, Braves. Mm-hmm. They are, on paper, clearly a better team than last year. And, and that team a year ago won the entire thing. Mm-hmm. But to me, that doesn't translate to them necessarily even beating the Phillies yep, or certainly coming out of the National League. But they're good enough to win the whole thing again. I love this prop. Series, DraftKings, series with the most runs. Atlanta, Phillies, the longest shot on the board. Five to one. Phillies bullpen's got an ERA of five and change in September. Atlanta can hit. You think, well, I mean, Wheeler can blow up. They could get to right in game two. There's too many guys that can hit home runs. Too much talent, I think, in these lineups for that to be priced. At five to one, the the Yankees series could be every game could be three two. Well, that's the thing. How is that? How is Phillies Braves a longest shot on the board when you have Guardians right. taking on the Yankees? That's- I also like the Braves seven to one to score the most runs in this round. Very good props. But I mean, we just saw it with Seattle, right? So how then? Atlanta, excuse me, San Diego was the biggest shot on the board. Right. It was the only series that went the distance, but they were ten to one. Most no, I'm runs. curious. Uh, are the Dodgers the favorite? For what most runs? Does it score the most runs? Oh yeah, so was the series. I don't, I don't know if they yeah. should be right because what the, if they? Well, uh, uh, big time. They're plus two thirty-five. Houston, and the Yankees are plus five fifty. Well, that doesn't. The Dodgers could sweep the Padres. That's yeah, the game. Yeah, but they right. could also score ten runs a game and that's, knock that's out true. thirty and ha- I, I'm be that. I'm with you. I think we get like a, a, a eight six in one of these Braves games. Oh, I, that, I think well, I, I, a ten eights in play. I think. Yeah, a crazy four-hour game. Tons of home runs. Good props. I also like the William Hill prop. Who's going to have the most home runs in the playoffs? Grisham is the second choice behind Judge. Well, he's got a two-home run lead on everybody. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I'm, I'm I mean, telling you, I think, I think we were cooking there with Hernandez. Yeah, you had something If the there. Blue Jays don't blow that game and they somehow win that series, I think, I think Hernandez something. is going to go on a run. He was scorching hot down the stretch in the regular season. But he did cash. He cashed that ticket. By the way, I saw, I think it was DraftKings who paid it out. There was no dead heat. 
So if you bet Hernandez, he had two. Grisham had two. Did they paid both guys? They paid. They paid out on Hernandez. For oh, they, people were sending me their tickets. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. That's really cool. Good job. Yep. Fun day. It's just low totals. Could get a lot of low scoring games. All these props. Excellent job by all these books. Getting creative with the props. This is fun. Yep. Up next, professional sports better and college football handicapper Paul Stone is going to join the program. Uh, what does he make Bama, Tennessee with and without quarterback Bryce Young? We'll ask him that question coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. What more do you want? What more do you need? Monday night football into baseball playoffs. Hockey gets underway. NBA in a week. Lace up your skates with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. You're home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts this hockey season. Tuesday, first goal insurance promotion every Tuesday night. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. College football here. Paul Stone joins the program now. Professional sports better. College football handicapper and frequent contributor to VSIN. You can uh, follow him on Twitter. He is at Paul Stone Sports. That's also the name of his podcast. Good morning, Paul. Thanks for the time as always. Let's begin with this. Uh, what do you make? First of all, do you think Bryce Young is going to play for Alabama against Tennessee? And then what do you make that number with and without him? Yeah, first of all, you know, I'll say this line, in my opinion, was absolutely made with a strong belief that Bryce Young's going to play Saturday afternoon uh, in Knoxville. Uh, and while, you know, you're dealing with an AC joint sprain, it, it could go either way. But I'm, I'm in agreement with that assessment. I think he's going to play. You know, I made the line thinking Young will play Alabama minus six. I think if you were making that line under the assumption that he wasn't going to play, I'd make it Alabama minus one. You know, it's going to be a, a raucous environment there uh, this weekend at Nayland. Really looking forward to this uh, game. Not as big of a question as Young's availability, but Tennessee could get star receiver uh, Cedric Tillman back, who's been battling a high ankle sprain. So that would uh, boost a Tennessee offense that's really been very good, even without him. So that's a great game coming up on Saturday afternoon. Can't wait. So that tells me then that your power rating on Tennessee at this point is basically to the moon, like everybody else's, I would imagine. And this can be based on your power rating. This could be based on resume. could be based on eye test, maybe a combination of all of it. I think there are a lot of candidates to potentially be the fourth-best team in the country at the end of the season. Who do you think right now, Paul, that team is? Well, first of all, you know, I've got Ohio State 1, Alabama with Bryce Young 2, and then Georgia 3rd, like most people. And I think the contenders for that four-spot, uh, four uh, Mitch, you got to look at Clemson, uh, Michigan, uh, Southern Cal, uh, you mentioned Tennessee. They're actually in the mix. You know, they've lost two games, uh, but I'll say this. Jeff Sagan and Sonny Moore, they're a pair of power-ranking guys who I have used historically kind of for comparison purposes. They both have Texas number four this week. Wow, really? When you were uh, at quarterback. Well, he's awesome. Uh, oh, he's great. The, yeah. uh, top 10. You know, you look at Texas. With Quinn Ewers, the nine quarters he's played this year, they average 4.5 points per drive. Against a weaker schedule, Ohio State's uh, Heisman Trophy probable winner, C.J. Stroud, the Buckeyes have averaged 4.49 points. Wow! 
So, uh, you know, Texas is really good. I don't think they're they're not deserving of the fourth spot, though. I think they're around 10 right now at full strength. That's a developing football team. But to answer your question, i got to settle on Clemson. You know, they're a team that uh, they defeated two top 30 teams already. They won at Wake Forest in a shootout. Uh, with that defense, I believe they could also win a, you know, a rock fight. Uh, their quarterback's improved. Uh, their defense is really very good, but I still think they can get better, especially in the back and the secondary. So it's really close among the schools I mentioned. Tennessee, certainly a, a viable contender. But I still have Clemson, as I have all season, number four in the power ranking. Isn't that line too low? Isn't it too much respect for Florida State Saturday? You know, I believe it is. I had a little bit uh, a little bit higher. I think I made it five and a half. I don't have my numbers right in front of me, but I, may, I think I made it a tick under six. And, uh, you know, game day is going to be there, I believe, so that, that's going to add some energy. It's a night game. Always a little tricky when uh, you're playing on the road as the favorite. But, you know, Florida State's had some injuries and uh, coming off a really difficult loss, a game that they had won, you got to – you know, wonder if there's going to be some residual effects from that defeat. And Clemson's just kind of a confident football team right now. So, you know, that was my thought as well, Paulie. I think it's a little bit low. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. So then a couple of things here as we stick in the Big 12 anyway uh, with Oklahoma. That number, the opening number here at Circa against Kansas this weekend, it, it kind of tells us, right, that Gabriel has to be playing because – Current form, the backup quarterback there, I can't imagine Oklahoma would ever be favored by nine points without Gabriel against um, against Kansas this week. So what is what do you what do you make their power rating with and without him at quarterback? You know, it's just incredible the drop off uh, that that Oklahoma's had. You know, from Dylan Gabriel to their backup quarterback Davis Bevel. You know, going into this year, they had averaged at least thirty nine points per game for seven straight seasons. Since Gabriel went out in the 21 full drives since he was injured uh, against TCU, the Sooners have scored a total of seven points. And on the 104 plays without Gabriel, only 339 yards, 3.26 yards per play. But that offense is anemic. I mean, an offense that's been one of the very best in college football has fallen off that much. I think, I mean, it sounds crazy, but I think it's about a 10-point drop-off uh, in power ranking. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, they've, they're just not able to, to move the ball. So uh, just incredible that they're uh, kind of in the state they are. But, you know, I said it in the preseason that Oklahoma lost many of their best players uh, who went west with Lincoln Riley to, to Southern Cal and to other locales as well. I believe Brent Venable said they had 40 new players on the roster this season. And the players that they added, they weren't the cream of the crop out of the transfer portal. They were mostly just guys, you know, filling roster spots. And if you look at that roster, how many, besides maybe Gabriel, who's a pretty good Division One quarterback, how many all-star standout players are on that Sooners roster? So the, uh, the mighty have really fallen. And uh, Oklahoma does have a great recruiting class that they're going to signed in December if everything stays together, but that's not going to help them for some time. So uh, lean times in uh, Norman right now for the Sooners. A couple minutes left, Paul. Uh, how long How long do you like to ride the new coach angle? You saw what happened. It paid dividends right away with Georgia Tech and Wisconsin. Do you something you want to play uh, until a team uh, has a bad game, or how do you look at that when, it, when a new guy takes over after someone's fired? 
you know, I think you, you get a, an emotional, uh, an emotional rather surge for a game or two. I, I don't think it goes on for for too long. You know, looking at Jim Leonard and Wisconsin this past weekend. I mean, it was nice to go into Evanston and decisively beat Northwestern, but I don't put too much stock in that. You know, since Northwestern defeated. Nebraska in Dublin in week zero, Northwestern 0-5. They've lost to FCS Southern Illinois since then, so not a very good football team. So I don't put a ton of stock in that. I think at some point, you know, you got the same players, you got the same quarterback, you got the same limitations, and it comes back to uh, process and execution probably after a couple of games. Okay, so then how about a look at uh, a better two that you like this weekend? And uh, it is, again, you, you know this Texas program really well. Against Iowa State this weekend, total is 49. What do you want to do with this number? You know, looking at Iowa State, first of all, their offense clearly has struggled this season, uh, and that puts it mildly. They've scored 11 points or fewer have the Cyclones in three of their five games this year against FBS competition. Iowa State ranks 109th in yards per play, only 4.6 yards per play. Their quarterback, Hunter Deckers, already been sacked 14 times this year. Texas defensive line really getting after the quarterback the last couple of uh, games. But for all of Iowa State's offensive woes, the Cyclones, in my opinion anyway, they still have a top 15 caliber defense. And that defense is led by defensive end Will McDonald, who now has 32 and a half sacks on his career, one of the very best defensive ends in all of college football. I think he's going to get acquainted with Mr. Ewers a couple of times on Saturday. Texas gives up only 4.4 yards per play defensively to a rank 11th nationally. Iowa State only gives up uh, 4.5 yards per play, rather, defensively, ranks 15th nationally. Iowa State ninth in total defense. I think the Cyclones have to slow this game down, run the football, try to win the turnover battle, just turn it into an ugly football game. I think the total goes under 49 Saturday in Austin. Very good. We have like 30 seconds left here. Anything else that jumps off the page to you today? You know, you might take a, a unit and maybe split it between a couple of underdogs that are both getting seven points. Penn State uh, plus seven at Michigan. Neither team really played a tough schedule to this point. I like Penn State's young running backs. And then we talked about Kansas. I like them plus seven at Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma's in a tough spot. I do think Gabriel plays on Saturday. Uh, but I think Kansas has the uh, the roster and the uh, the tools to keep this one close there in Norman on Saturday. Very good. Uh, excellent numbers and analysis today, Paul. And uh, good luck with the batch this week. And uh, follow him on Twitter again, at Paul Stone Sports. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Yep. Thank you. And again, the Paul Stone Sports Podcast as well, wherever you get and listen to your podcast. That is something on uh, Texas. With the uh, yards yes. per drive, they're averaging more with uh, Ewers than Ohio State is. Kid's awesome. Wow. Should have beat Alabama. They should have. Yes. Gave if he doesn't get hurt and the, uh, the officiating. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. All right. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Up next, one NFL coach says he doesn't care about trends. We'll play the audio coming up next. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. 
I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Get in on the football action this season with the Hulu Plus Live TV football extravaganza. Compete free for a share of 55000 in two ways. Predict what will happen in three college football pools, then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL to play free. Hulu Plus Live TV, like cable, only better. DraftKings.com for details. Line moves that we have for week six in the National Football League. The Thursday night game again is going to be Washington at Chicago, I, I tell you, I am 
I'm kind of excited for the game. All right. Call me a sicko. Call me whatever you want. Yeah. I, I th- bad matchups sometimes produce really good games. There was a good tweet about this is the game people say they would pay to see when it's in June. About, oh, I'd do anything for football right there now. There you go. Oh, I'd do anything for there Washington and Chicago. Yep. Well, this is it. I mean, it's right. It's still the NFL. I know there's a lot going on on Thursday. But, uh, yeah, you never know. Give me no touchdown first half. Okay. Total is 38. I don't like either defense. I think we're going to get some points. And the Bears, in my opinion, should be more than a pick em or a one-point favorite no, in this game. I'm with you. I like the Bears. Okay. Washington could be the worst team in the league. Might be. Buccaneers are now up to eight and a half at the Steelers. Eight and a half. God. It might not be slowing down either. Do you have the Buccaneers left in any of your survivor pools? I have them on one. Is it a consideration this week? Absolutely. But I got got bad news when I'm I'm, I'm looking at... So so we're down... We had 6,200 people enter. We're down to 700. Right. You you have two of those left. I have two left. And I'm looking at one of my entries and I'm thinking, well, Rams, absolutely, right? 11-point favorite. Walker starting. Yep. Tampa Bay, Packers off a loss. Packers at home against uh, Jets. I've already used three, all of them. Oh, boy. I have to dig deep. Dig deep. So Tampa will be on consideration. Who do you want to go to war with? Who do you trust? I don't want to take a below-average team or what I appear. I I want to go with a big boy, but I don't want to go out with a road team either. So Well, you're you're going to be down to one team. I'm there. I know. I can't trust I can't trust Cleveland. They can't stop the run. It's Belichick against Stefanski, as you said during the break. They're out. How am I going to feel if I take the Chargers and Staley blows it? Oh, you'll go drive okay. to Hoover Dam. All right, out. So I'm down to San Francisco and Philly. <sighs> but then I got San Francisco another road game, and it, 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 but but at least I might have Atlanta. to do this Sunday night. I might have to take the Eagles. Come on, Cooper Rush. I mean, the guy completed 10 passes in 100 yeah, what, yards. What could go wrong? He's never lost a football game. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, it's a tough call, I know. I'm in a dill of a pickle here. Oh, man. Yeah, for, the 49ers, they're better than – come on, they're so much better. Without Patterson? I know. How's, how's Atlanta going to move the ball? Well, they're 5-0 ATS, but it's – That doesn't matter. Uh, Not for this contest. I know, you don't like, care. The Niners can't win this game. Not, but it also comes down to how you're going to feel on Monday morning or Sunday night. Like, oh, I picked Staley? I took the Browns? I mean, right? So you would it's, be... It's only $6 million here. Yeah. Nothing on the line. Just the you, you First would, Amendment, freedom of the press, right. yes, future it, of the country, $6 million. You would clearly be okay losing with the Eagles at this point. Absolutely. Okay. Would you be okay with the 49ers? I'd have to say yes. Although the one thing that would keep me up at night would be the road angle. Yeah, okay. Fair. That's totally fair. You're not supposed to take road teams. But also, it's a tough divisional opponent for the Eagles. Yeah, I know. These primetime games have been absolute bedlam. Don't know what the hell's going to happen. Uh, I get your point about the Chargers. I can't do it. There's can't do it. No way I could this week. I think they win the game, but I can't yeah. trust that guy. There, there, there's a difference than thinking they're going to win the game and using a survivor right. pool pick on them. It's, it's Staley against Hackett. If you're oh. choosing the lesser of two evils, you're still choosing evil. <laughs> I'll give you one. You want to get nuts? That's the, what do you have? Throw it out. Go with Arizona. I was thinking about that. Were you really? Yes, because they're at 11 and 1 on the road. Now they might move the game up. Did you see that? Because no. the, the Mariners are at home the same day. They're gonna move the they might gonna they're gonna move the game. How so? They're gonna move it up. 
They, what are they going to do, Dustin? 10 a.m.? Help me out here. No. Yeah. They're going to play a 10 a.m. The Mariners, Pacific time start in they, Seattle? They, they're, they're figuring it out. The wheels are in motion. Oh, my God. The Mariners play at home the same day. Can they make the Mariners game be a Sunday night game? You can make it rain if you want. I mean, you can do anything uh, you want with the schedule, but that's okay. How about two Sunday night games? You could do that too. I, I like that care. idea. Why not? But uh, I, what? What? Yeah, the, the guy say what you want, but Arizona's unbelievable on the road, and you're going against a truly god awful defense. Right now, Penny's out for the entire year. They can't stop a high school team. You're truly getting nuts though to take you the are Cardinals nuts. on. But hey, you, here's the thing: that's a road team. But that's this is the one team in the league that that's you're probably awesome okay on the, on the road. road compared to at home. Good job. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's yeah, your, that's team, your huh? observation. Okay. Well, no. when, when they lose, don't blame me. <laughs> but that's you're right. It's backwards, right? They're yes, unbelievable is. on the road. They suck at home. Yep. So what'd you make the, the but before the news with Mayfield yesterday, the Rams were ticking down to eight and a half. Then the Mayfield news drops, and I saw the Rams go up to eleven and a half. I know, but I don't like. Come on, it's Wilkes now. The defensive coordinator was fired. Apparently, the Bills reached out about McCaffrey. Not that it'll happen. Moore's pissed off. It's in total disarray. They're in shambles. You can't tell me Walker's an upgrade over Baker, even though how, I can't get there how, with how, that either. How Baker has played. No. Right? Come on. Rams get right. Do they blow him out? I don't know. But the Rams win the game. The Rams will beat them. Do you have the Ravens left on that ticket? No, I've used them on both. Okay. Because that's all. But they're a road team. I, that that number again. That was six down to five now against the Giants. Now I want to go back to the Sunday night game with yep. the Eagles against the Cowboys. I mean, you want to talk about two just phenomenal defenses at this point. Uh, here's Nick Sirianni. He's like even money to win Coach of the Year now. Yeah. Doesn't buy trends in season series. To do with what happened in 2001 in Arizona, you know what I'm saying? Like so, I think that's. Hey, there, you guys have a lot of a lot of pieces that you have to write, and so I think that's sometimes in my mind a little bit more about the media angle at it. Like, hey, this series has been because this is a whole new year. This is whole new players. Like, what what does Chauncey what does Chauncey care about what the series has been in the past? Right? What does what does AJ AJ doesn't care about that? Like, he's here to play this week, and so sometimes I just think that's more of a we know how big of a game it is. Because it's it's the Cowboys, and we know how big of a game it is because it's the next one, and we know how big of a game it is because it's a division game. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Yep. Yep. Trends don't pay the rent, and A.J. Brown is new to the team, and a lot of these guys, yeah, what do they care? Uh, the Cowboys are giving you problems. So, well, some okay. of the guys are two years old. Back sure, when absolutely. You know, but going back to history. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. What a game. Look at that total now, down to 42. Wow. Oh, can you see a... Uh... I think they be, I think they beat them, and I think they cover. I'm, I'm just again. I'm, I'm driving the bus here. I love this Philly team. Right. Uh, the, oh, adjusted win total thirteen and a half. Thoughts? Very easy schedule. It's heavy duty. It is very easy schedule though. It depends on. I saw that. That's yeah. A, no, that's okay. Uh-huh. It, it, they they really did catch a break with the schedule this year for sure. Can you see like a Micah Parsons body sack on Hertz? Oh no, the shoulder. Second quarter. The Three nothing take. Cowboys. Sure, anything can happen, right? Yeah, could be an injury. Anything it could be a fluke play, defensive touch, special teams touchdown again. Look what happened last week, right off the bat, defensive touchdown, special teams issues. The Rams say hello, peekaboo. Here's ten points yep. to start. Yep, what a game that is Sunday. Thankfully, that's in prime time, so I'm sure again nothing crazy is going to happen. Right? <laughs> nothing yeah. crazy. Look at the schedule. 
Look at this now. You want to go over 13 and a half? Why not? Let's say they win Sunday, bye week. Steelers, Texans, Washington at Indy, but come on. Packers at home, Titans, Giants, Bears, Cowboys, Saints, Giants. I mean, yet yeah, they haven't played the Giants yet, but but still. Uh, the Giants uh, are a great story, but it's smoke and mirrors. I look at that schedule, I see 16 and 1. They're awesome. I see at least four. I see at least fourteen and three. I mean, let's say let's say that they went out there to play and brought their A game every single Sunday. They're they're better than every single team on their schedule. Yes, they are. And in most cases, it's not even close. Right. I mean, what are they going to be laying week twelve against the Packers? Seven. Who's the best team left? Dallas. Okay. Yeah, it's probably Dallas. Yeah. I don't think Green Bay's that good. No, I'm with you. But they get Green Bay at home too, right? Green Bay's got several ton of issues. Now, right? can Green Bay be better by week 12? Absolutely, yeah. they can be. Yep. But there isn't, I mean, at the Colts, if they get healthy, maybe. Oh, they were handed a gift this year. All right, time for the pro tip here. Some trends actually do make some sense. Uh, like two of them that came in last night, right? Um, Monday night games featuring a team playing before their bye week. Have gone over more than 70% of the time since 2009. That's a hell of a that tip. That happened again. That's a hell of a tip. Yep. We talked about the reasons why. Maybe yesterday on the show, you want to get things right before you go into the bye week. Uh, it's Monday night. Former players will tell you that Monday night's a little bit different. You're going to show up with your A game every single time. You want to impress the country. Really have a good offensive game plan. And it happened again last night uh, with the Raiders. Adam Chernoff will join the program coming up next. NFL handicapper. He will name names. The cliff is coming for at least a couple of teams, according to Adam. It's game time, baby! And you're just lying there? Watching on the couch? Uh Uh-uh, that's not going to cut it. You need to get in the game with Best River Sportsbook. There you go. Now you're live in the action. Live in-game bets. Live player props. And live player props. And live player props. And live player props. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.